When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, December 19th. Down the home stretch we come. Down the home stretch as we head toward Christmas week. Hope everyone has had a good weekend and stuffed as much last minute shopping in as you can. There ain't much time left, everyone. Hope you're finalizing your holiday plans, safe travels, and hopefully not freezing your you-know-what's-off because, (laughs) oh, it's going to be winter officially in a few days. So, welcome everyone to this week's show, a 3-3 and for the boys this weekend, and just uh, some housekeeping for everyone. Um, On Monday, there's not going to be a recap show uh, because, well... It's week. It's Christmas week. There's going to be no show anyway. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do some Winter Classic content yet. I am undecided on it just because that week is World Juniors week and Winter Classic week. Perhaps my favorite week of hockey during the year outside of when the playoffs start. But, um, but yeah. So next Friday, there will be a recap episode as we will cover the weekday games that week. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to happen because I'm working third, so we'll kind of see how all this goes. Um, It's going to be a bit of a tricky setup. Second of all, if I don't sound my best, um, I am battling a cold, a sinus cold. It's not the great virus, everyone. I already battled the great virus. I know what that battle feels like, and this ain't it. So... You know, I'm I'm okay, just head congestion. You can probably hear it in my voice. My sinuses are all stuffed up. So uh so we'll see. But that doesn't stop me from doing the content this week. Let's go. The Bears had two roadies this weekend for the ever rare and ever elusive double dipping up in Wilkesbury. Typically it's a home and home against these these guys. It it we don't go up there for road back to backs, but Hey, that's just how things happened as we had a back-to-back against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins who got some news this past week as Drew O'Connor got called up to to the big boy Penns Club there in western Pennsylvania. So Wilkes-Barre lost one of their weapons, but oh well, with, their, with the goaltending and the weapons they have, I'm not sure it's necessarily going to be missed all that much. The Bears traveled up I-81 after a a messy ice storm came through the area. And Friday night, I had an early night that night because of some things going on at my work. Not weather related, but I was like, cool. I get done at 4.30. I had a half day technically. I get to go get my wife. We're just going to grab some pizza. We're going to go home and we're going to watch this game. Should be fun. And the boys skate out. It's... Dustin Tokarski, October AHL goaltender of the month, 
Dustin Tokarski taking on not Dustin Tokarski and Zach Fukali, who had a bit of a rough outing against these guys last time. But you know what? You know what? You're only as good as your last start. So uh, it, there's nowhere to go but up, right? <laughs> Letting seven goals. Nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. But um, very sparse crowd up there in Wilkes-Barre on a Friday night. Not that that's too unusual for them, but... Considering they got a good, healthy smattering of like four to five inches of snow and some ice on top of it, yeah, the Friday night crowd's going to be rather thin, but whatever, whatever. Go out there, win the weekend, that's what you got to do. And um, uh, Wilkes-Barre just really takes it to the Bears early. I'm like, uh, guys, guys, why are we doing this? What's going on here? Wilkes-Barre really going after Fukali early and I'm like getting the pucks into zone really working stuff around I mean Tokarski's doing good but he's kind of having a kindle in his hand a little bit but the Wilkes-Barre gets puck back Xavier Allette fires deflected scores John Gruden a puck hits his leg and goes into the net horn goes off Wilkes-Barre up one nothing Oh boy! All right. Okay. Okay. Um, it was just—it was a weird bad bounce. It happens. Jonathan Gruden gets his six. Xavier Allet gets his fourteenth. Nathan Laguerre sounds French, um, or French Canadian uh, gets his first assist of the season. Lovely. So okay, okay. Give up the first goal. The Bears try to pre- press back, getting some pressure themselves, but. Something just seems a little bit off. The boys are, are they're getting shots, but it's it's boards and perimeter shots. They're not getting the middle. Any rebounds that get kicked out, Wilkesbury's right there. Nobody's charging to the middle. It kind of sounds like how we played last year. Oh boy, uh, that's not good. But Wilkes. Wilkes-Barre still just gets the puck in again, down low, just working it really hard. Mitch Renke tosses the puck, kicks it out. Tyler Sikora gets it, spins, fires, oh, it, what? It goes in! Tyler Sikora with the turnaround shot. Did that hit a skate? It went five hole. Was that, okay, it got deflected, didn't it? It got deflected. Nothing Fukali could have done about that. Nope. Beat him clean. Clean as a, clean as a whistle, Homer. Oh boy. 2 nothing Wilkes-Barre. Tyler Sakura with his fourth. Mitch Renke with his seventh. Corey Andrevnovsky with his fourth assist. 2 nothing Wilkes-Barre. And oh boy. Shh. Do you hear that? Do you hear that, Bears fans? That was the sound of Bears fans racing. To get on their phones and start getting on the old Twitter and Facebook machine. Send for Kali down to the ECHL. Send him down. There's no re- no reason to keep him. Give us Hunter Shepard back. Oh, DC's screwing Hershey again. Zach Fukali sucks. Oh, God. This... He doesn't suck! Am I yelling? Am I yelling? Okay, 
All right. Bears fans, okay, I love you. Oh, intelligent Bears fans, shut the fuck up, okay? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Air of recency, nine goals in his past two starts. I get it. I get it. But Gruden's goal, bad bounce. Tyler Sikora left out front and unchecked. What about the team that's in front of him? Don't they deserve some sort of blame? Yeah, the goalie is your best defenseman. Yeah. Vitek Vanacek wouldn't have done this. Hunter Shepard wouldn't have done this. This is the stupidity that I deal with sometimes. And look, end of the first period, shots 13-10 Wilkes-Barre. You know what Wilkes-Barre did? They came out and said, we're going to score on you. You know, where's your goal scorers? Where's your guys that are going to beat us? Was just the better team. Second period, the Bears try to get the shot game going once again. Lots of perimeter shots. Long shots, a few deflections and few rebounds, but nobody's there to capitalize. None. Hershey's being pushed around and prodded and just saying, no. Wilkes-Barre said, no, we're not giving you the slot. Nope. You got to earn every single goal you're going to get. I mean, yeah. who? It's like they looked at their defenser and be like, Dylan Mickelrath's not going to score on us. I mean, Aaron Ness can't score. We're not going to put, we're not going to get the puck to him. Force guy to the boards. These guys can't work off short sides. You know, it kind of feels like these teams have played each other a lot this season. It's almost like Wilkes-Barre knows how to beat us. This is what rivals do. And by the end of the weekend, we'll play the majority of the games against Wilkes-Barre already. But, yeah, it was a bit of a tough watch. Three straight power plays for the Bears. And we even get the... Refs, you suck! You're up 2 nothing. Bite me! Cope harder! But the Bears are just down 2 nothing after 2. Yes, they're out shooting Wilkes-Barre. 21-14. Scoreboard, bro. And I still hear the Twitter, the Facebook rhetoric. Well, these guys need to shoot the puck more. Too much fancy passing. I'm beginning to think that shoot the puck more is the equivalent of football's uh, rhetoric when a team is losing. We gotta run the damn ball. For any of you who's attended college football or even NFL, you you know, team's down, QB's throwing interceptions, guy will go, we need to run the damn ball. Team's down, we need to shoot more. (sighs) Fine, fine. So, game's not going that well. In fact, it's actually a little boring. So, near the end of the third, my wife's getting some ice cream ready. I need to go use the bathroom for reasons. I'm going there. Period starting. I'm not going to miss anything. I come out. She sets the ice cream bowl down and says, Dear Wilkes-Barre scored. <laughs> what? Sam Horde. Three minutes in. <laughs> three nothing. Yeah, th- this is done, isn't it? We're done here. Three nothing. We're done. Kale Kessie decides to get in a fight with Jordan Fesca. And too much... Um, the two start grappling and start fighting a bit and Kale Kessie falls into Wilkes-Barre's bench 
I hear on Zach, Kale Kessie's in the Wilkesbury bench. Uh-oh. Oh, God. It's like hearing someone, you hear at the mall, it's like, someone's kid just ran into ran into a display in front of a candy store, and now there's there's Skittles everywhere, and you think that moment, dear God, don't let it be my child. That was like Kale Kessie, like, dear God, don't let that be Kale Kessie. Yep. They're just throwing and scruffling and throwing hands in the bench. And credit to the refs and some of the Wilkes-Barre guys. The refs like, hey, give them room. Give them room. Even though if you go into a bench, you're fair game. I, you know, uh, Phantoms guy years ago reached out and grabbed Joel Reckless. And Joel nearly jumped over the bench to 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 beat the guy up. That was warranted. But um, nobody got some cheap shots in. Kale Kessie gets 10 Two, a 10. Uh, Fresca gets a 10, but Kessie gets the extra two for roughing. He got two minutes for being a dick. That's what he got. And Kale Kessie, as he skates over to the box, starts blowing kisses to the crowd. Mwah, mwah. Love ya. Mwah, mwah. Uh, Kale. Kale. Um, you only do that when you win, you schmuck. You don't do the blowing kisses to the crowd when you're down. You're not Max Talbot. You know, doing the shh to the Flyers when the Pens were down 3 nothing at the beginning of a second. You're not Max Talbot. No. That's not how this works. Go to your room. Sit down. The third period was a bunch of nothing. But near the end of it, with a minute to go, with the, uh, with the goalie pulled... Vecchioni finds Gabriel Carlson. Long shot dribbles past Tokarski and he scores. Big stick Gabriel Carlson gets it in and says, oh, we're not having a shutout. Vecchioni gets his 12th assist. Gabriel Carlson, his first goal as a bear. 3-1. What does it matter? Wilkes-Barre wins it 3-2 the final. Three stars of the game. Uh, Jordan Fresca. Fresca, just because he got in that fight. Sam Horde with a goal, the game winner, and Dustin Tokarski, 29-4-30. I'll agree with the what with what the Calder Farm stand said about Tokarski and Wilkesbury. Tokarski is carrying this team. He is. He is. I don't know what the AHL goaltender of the year award, but he's in a good running for it. He is. And this guy should have back surgery at the end of the year with the amount of heavy lifting this guy is doing. Because I'm not sure how good Wilkes-Barre is, but they're playing high above their level because of Tokarski. Not in spite of him, but because of him. And I gotta tip my cap when a rival's doing good. There's a reason. He's stolen a lot of games this season. But, yeah... Dustin Tokarski and Wilkes-Barre is just enough offensive weapons to win these type of games. Wilkes-Barre 3, Hershey 2. So, we'll get him next time. We'll get him on that Saturday. And the Bears go at it back again on a Saturday. And uh, I went to the Hershey Cubs game. It was their teddy bear toss. They lost to the Buffalo Stampede 6-5. It, it's... It's... Uh, junior hockey per se, you know, those can get high scoring sometimes. But um, I had a friend of the show message me. He was staying up in Wilkes-Barre. 
He said, hey, I'm staying in the same hotel as the Bears are, completely by accident. I saw them at breakfast, and uh, I didn't say anything to them because nobody was talking, and I always thought they'd be more fan-friendly. Hmm. Methinks the team is rather pissed off about the previous night. Methinks that either somebody said something, or this team got up that morning and said, we're not going to lose to Wilkes-Barre. We are not. (sighs) Sorry, everyone. Like I said, battling a head cold. Just let's work through it. So, yeah. And secondly, um, if players are eating, I'm not going to disturb them. Especially at like a breakfast setting. So, I think he did the right thing by not. Typically, most players are very fan-friendly. If you want an autograph, they'll do it. But there are also sometimes you got to give them their space. And I think this is one of those times where you just go, you, hey, is that, that Dylan Micklerath? Yeah. Hey, that's the boys over there. They look pissed. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who just went over and grabbed a stack of pancakes? That's Scarbosa? Eh. Wait, who's that? Walking over. Oh. Yeah, Kale Kessie just grabbed a whole bunch of bacon and sausage. Yeah, looks like somebody did leg day today. Speaking of Ethan... Hey, 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 Rybinski! The only thing I would have said was, Hey, Rybinski, go get some ham. Put some muscle on you, kid. Go get some bacon and, and ham. Or pro- have a protein shake, son. Put some muscle on. But, and there's Vinny Iorio going back for a second plate of bacon, of bacon and pancakes. Good kid. <laughs> so Saturday night it's time for the rematch between the Bears and the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Baby Penguins it's Wilkes-Barre's Teddy Bear Toss Night good on them and uh, Wilkes-Barre Skate oh they're wearing specialty jerseys which they wore white jerseys with green Christmas tree uh, um, waist decorate uh, not striping but decorations kind of a foresty look to them and bright red numbers with red accents. Ordinarily, I'd laugh at Wilkes-Barre or mock them, but these weren't bad. They're not bad. They're Christmassy. Wilkes-Barre always does Christmassy type jerseys. Good on them. I'm not going to throw a big deal over this. They are fine. Let them do it. Fine. A healthy crowd of... Wait a minute. Checks... Checks notes. Let me just check something here. Da, 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 da. Let's let the app work up here. A healthy crowd of. Wait for it. Uh, six thousand three hundred and seventy-nine. Yeah, people really showed up to Wilkesbury for this, and boy, did it show on the television side. Speaking of television, no audio. Eh, I thought things like this only happened in Hartford, but Zach assured us they're on it. They're on it. Maybe it was a squirrel chewing on a cord. Who knows? But the Bears come out flying in this game. They come out saying, we are not going to lose to you again. And my goodness, they didn't. Out shooting Wilkes-Barre 7-1 to to start the game. And surely, uh, Zach Fucali is going to be backing up in this. But we're going to get Clay Stevenson again. And um, yeah, we got some news. Uh, apparently Hunter Shepard took a puck to the to the face, skated off, left practice. 
Something didn't seem right. So Zach Fucali at 1230 in the afternoon got the call to go to D.C. You're backing up tonight. Darcy Kepner is um, still out. So, yeah. You know, it's a good thing you didn't trade away two young goaltenders. Two young workhorse goaltenders. You know, it's a real good thing you didn't do that there, Washington. It's not like VTech is in New Jersey having a career renaissance. It's not like Ilya Samsonov is on a revenge tour in Toronto to prove you wrong. You, you <laughs> but I shouldn't say this. Charlie Lindgren's a net. They're fine. As long as Alex Ovechkin gets the goal record, am I right? Right, Washington? It doesn't matter. You're never going to rebuild with Washington. You're going to sacrifice everything to make sure he gets that record. It'll be like the Stanley Cup all over again. You're going to sacrifice us for his record. And, and, and I'm, I'm, hold on. I'm rambling. Sorry. Cough. Zach Vukali gets called up. So all we have is Clay Stevenson and uh, Petri Carey, who is the goaltending coach for the Cubs, who comes in as a fourth practice goalie to help out the boys. Suiting up tonight. Good thing we signed that Tyler Wall kid earlier in the week, right? Right? But, and, and I could tell something happened. I didn't hear this until the broadcast. And I'm trying to do some late afternoon workout to try and get my stuff in. And my phone's going ding, 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 ding. Where's Fukali? Why do you get called up? Who's starting for us in net tonight? Who's, can you help? People, I'm doing, I'm doing weights. I'm working on the arms. Give me a minute. Why did Zach, is Zach going to be here tonight? Guys, I'm doing dumbbell overhead presses. Give me a minute. Let me work for five minutes. This is new to me. All right. This is new to me that this happened. But let's just go with Clay Stevenson tonight. Wilkesbury gets a couple shots on him, and I get a text from my friend Jesse. He's talking about his dad, and his dad says, says, Clay Stevenson doesn't said he didn't know where the puck was after a save. And uh, Jesse goes, yeah, get used to that. Yeah. Clay looking a little, but then again, dude's only facing a few shots in the first period. The Bears are playing tight defensive hockey. They are not going to let them skate around, skate around again. And the Bears get get in the zone. Vecchione, Carlson, down low to Scarbosa. He shoots. He scores. Mike Scarbosa beats Philippe Lindberg. Low wrister, low glove side beats him, and it's one nothing Hershey. No teddies yet for you. None. None. Scarbosa with his eighth. Gabriel Carson with his sixth assist. Mike Vecchione with his 13th assist of the season. one nothing Hershey. And a complete, utter dominance of the first. Throwing everything at Lindbergh. We're going to outscore these MFers in this game. Long shots, point shots, scrambles in front that don't go in. Connor McMichael looks at him. Partial break. Can't get him. Das Wunderkind want to get wants to get on the board again. Ethan Frank, whatever happened to him? Circle shoots. Club saved by Lindbergh. 
the Bears do not want to lose this again. And maybe short should have been two or three nothing by this point, but one nothing after one. Bears out shooting Wilkesbury fifteen to three. Second period, more of the same. Even though Wil- Wilkesbury gets some more going, uh, Mason Morelli gets tapped for high sticking, which was right. Drake Kajula nails um, Mason Morelli into the boards. He goes off during the same penalty kill. Wilkesbury fires the puck in. None of their guy touches, and it goes down for icing. Even though it, the Drake Kajula might have touched at the blue line, it goes goes down, and the crowd's getting ornery. They want to throw teddy bears, and haven't had a chance to. Um, well, Wilkesbury comes in, gets another offsides, but pulls it back in an intentional offsides as the puck came out of their zone, and they tried to skate in and couldn't get it. What they couldn't get it in the right at the right moment. So initially, it should have went to that face-off dot. The Bears argued it should be back in their zone because that's where it came out of. That's the correct call, and the refs move it down. And they skate down toward Wilkes-Barre, and the boo birds start coming out. And suddenly, I hear the... Refs, you suck! Cope harder! Cope harder! Why don't you go up to wine country about an hour north? I hear this year's vintage will go well with some cheese. <laughs> Still nothing. Zeros on the board for Wilkesbury. And Stevenson hasn't. I mean, he's been serviceable. We're out shooting them 24 to 11. He's fine. He's okay. Dumping. Plays the puck. He bobbles it. Oh, God. Bobbles it. Tries to. It's down at his feet. Oh, I'm just going to jump on it. He can't. Kajula steals it out front to Nylander and he scores. Empty freaking net. And here come the teddy bears. Clay. What the fuck? What are you doing? Clay, go to your room. Go to your room. And yeah, it was near the end of the period. So we just ended the second period early. Tied at one. And they start chucking the teddy bears. Oh my goodness. Clay, go to your room. That's why you're in the ECHL. And oh boy, I decided to have some fun on Facebook. Zach Fucali wouldn't have done that. Post. <laughs> Aren't I such a bitch? I'm saucy today. <laughs> and I got I, I got one uh bit of a commenter saying what do you expect p- perfection he's a rookie why don't you try putting the pads on well firstly i couldn't do that i never said i played hockey number one but number two i don't demand perfection but one thing i don't want to have happen is a goaltender skate behind his net and cough up the puck and give away free goals as steve dangle has said you're a goaltender tend the goal that's your job. Tend the goal. That five by four by six area, you guard that. You guard that. You are not a third defenseman. Well, some goalies were back in the day, like Martin Brodeur was. But, but you, you, you know, you know. And okay. I also realize if, if he saves that, we're all yelling and chanting and cheering. I understand that. And yeah, Hunter Shepard, he nearly had a booga, booga, booga. But I think here's the a, here's a decision that was made. 
yeah, he dove on the puck. He gave himself up to try and cover it in time. Get back out to the front of your net. Get back out there. You make an effort, it, it makes the hard medicine go down a little bit less. Not when you try to jump on it and miss it. You look stupid. So, yeah, hindsight's 50-50, as Steve Spurrier once said. Third period we go, and boy, it's nail-biting time, and Wilkes-Barre starts pressing back. They got a goal, and they know that they have the momentum. Fans are on their back, but credit to Clay Stevens. He holds strong, and the Bears and Pens were going to overtime. Nothing in the third. No penalties. Was it a penalty? Well, some. Uh, I was wrong. But doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're going to overtime. Three on three time. Which I hate to say this. Got to get two here, boys. I mean, got to try and salvage something this weekend. Who do we have out there to start? Uh, Scarbosa, Vecchione, and Ness. All right. I, I like this. And Scarbosa wins the faceoff, kicks the puck forward. He's got Vecchione on him. Scarbosa tries to pass over and just leaps over Vecchione's stick. Not exactly a two-on-one, but nicely done by the by the boys. Back and forth, up and down we go. Clay Stevenson does a decent job, but on one uh, shot that was thrown on him from Pustinen, stares him down from the circle, throws it on him, sort of brings... Brings his legs in as it rides up toward his glove. And he goes to snatch it. And he misses. And it bounces away from him. Not into the net. But just, I got it. I don't got it. (laughs) God, somebody win this. God, somebody go out there. Please. Please. Don't. Don't. Don't let this. Don't. Don't let it have a booga 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 again. But in overtime, Vincent Iorio was able to break up. Throws up to Scarbosa. Another two-on-one. Scarbosa comes in. Deeks backhander. He scores! He scores! He scores! Backhander! Big Flindberg! Yes! Bears win! Bears win! Bears win! Top corner backhander! And those Penn fans are going to go home miserable in traffic. Yes! Bears win! 2-1 the final. Mike Scarbosa says, I'm ending this. Calls game. That's it. Scarbosa with his ninth. Vinny Iorio gets his eighth assist of the season. And Clay Stevenson is the happiest goaltender in Pennsylvania. (sighs) Okay, he, he did fine. He did fine. Mike Scarbosa wins it for the Bears in overtime. 2-1 the final. Oh my goodness. Playoff overtime hockey, when your team scores the overtime winner, I always feel like the winner circle in the $25,000 or the $100,000 pyramid. You know, when Dick Clark goes, here's your first subject, go. And you see the lights darken, darken and the clock tick and it's that tension for 60 seconds. Yeah, amplify that by like, I don't know, 500 and you're in or by 50 and that's what you get with this overtime I'm just there watching like the person on the last subject on the pyramid and you're just nervously watching it and as soon as Scarbosa got that backhander and saw it go over the glove and in that backhand corner I started jumping like someone just won $25,000 on the pyramid just start jumping up and down my neighbors below me be damned Ugh. Clay Stevenson gets third star 23 for 24 Philippe Lindbergh gets second star, 30 for 32. Well-deserved. Mike Scarbosa, 
Two goals, first star of the night. Now get on the bus and let's go home. Well done, Michael. Well done, boys, for getting that OT win. It was a tough one. It wasn't pretty, but sometimes you don't need pretty to win hockey games. And the Bears went out there. It was a great response because the last two games, you only got one point when you should have gotten two against against Cleveland. And to go out there and just say, we're going to beat this team, you pretty much did. So good on the boys. Good on them. But we still had one more game to go as we take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And we'll cover that right after this. Hockey fans, it's time to light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and the more and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. Last show around, last show before the holidays. Get your popcorn, get your holiday popcorn here. Don't know where that came from, but let's just go with it. The Bears took on those no good, dirty, rotten, filthy Lehigh Valley Phantoms. The suddenly resurgent uh, Lehigh Valley Phantoms. The fighting Aaron and Isimovs, which boy, he's really sparked this team lately. Um, winners of something, but this team feels revitalized, even though the Bears have taken all three matchups from the boys in orange and black. Sunday afternoon at Giant Center. As a reminder, make sure you get there early because we are honoring Dan Beekerstuck, a man who's been around the Hershey Bears since 1976 and over 35 years with the team. And the pictures of him, it was just, just weird to see him. Eyes full of dreams, head full of hair. Well, he still got his hair. Um, Face hasn't really changed over the years. Really odd. But the man's been there for over 35 years. Five Calder Cups to his names. The Bear, he is synonymous. One of the names that are synonymous with modern Bears hockey. This man's going to have a plaque on the Bears Wall of Fame. He really is. Fully deserved it. And it sucks that he's going away. It does, but, you know, the man's just been around the heart the, the long time. Sometimes the hockey gods tell you when it's done. And I know there are guys who are lifers who don't want to get out, but it's an old guard that's going away. Rick Jarrett did it last year. Mike Lang did it two years ago. <sighs> Uncle Doc did it two years ago. God, I miss Uncle Doc. And uh, so 
someone's gonna so we had the the thing out there and it's probably gonna be brian heller is gonna come out we all sit down and the bears come out sit down like they're all gathering for a special in the auditorium at high school all right everybody sit down sit down down nelson put that slingshot away and uh and I hear over the loudspeaker, Zach say, And now, please welcome former voice of the Bears, John Walton. Hey, Cousin John! John Walton! Look at you! Look at you going back with us. John Walton, good on you! And he came out, said some good words about him, and we got words with uh, uh, players and coaches that, that, that Beaker's worked with over the years. I mean, they really went out and got a lot of people. I mean, Zach was up there. Um, Spencer Carberry with Toronto. Of course, got to wear that Toronto gear. I, uh, former coach, uh, former coach was up there, uh, with us. I'm, I'm speaking, of course, about the great, um, line. Uh, I am in full support of Dan Beaker stuck. I hope you enjoy your, uh, Event name retirement. Uh, vote Quimby. I kid, coach. I kid about you when I say that. And then Bob Woods was up there. Bobby, uh, from Minnesota. Good to see you. Um, another assistant coach that was from Anaheim. I forget his name. Um, people seem to really know him. Freddie Castivi talking about him. Go on, Freddie. Mitch Lamru saying a few words as well. But of course, the head coach of your Vancouver Canucks, the man who runs the barbecue fruit truck himself, Barbecue Bruce Brudrow. Brucey! How you doing out there in Western Canada? Smile, damn it. I know the team's not that good, but smile. Love you, Brucey. Love you. So everybody said some good words about him. Got him an honorary jersey. A nice canvas of all the best Bears moments out of uh, the past 35 years with him. And he got to, he really got down quickly for a ceremonial puck drop. And um, away we go. Up to work. Everyone to work. What about Beaker? He'll, he'll get behind the bench, a bench eventually. But everybody to work. Bears fandoms, 5 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. And uh, Bears pressing a little bit early, but you can tell. Oh, the Sunday legs were there. Oh my goodness. This was a tail end of a 3-3 three and three between two teams who were tired. Um, it was a bit of a slog in the first. Bears pressing a, a little bit. Shots 5-2 midway through the first. Sutter back out to the n- point. Ness winds, fires, scores! Aaron Ness, big blue line blast, beats Erson. Erskine Rug beats him low, glove side. Aaron Ness gets his second goal with a big blast good on him and makes it one nothing Hershey. Riley Sutter, his third assist of the season. Aaron Ness, second goal of the season. one nothing Bears. All right. All right. Nice job, boys. Nice job. And we end the period one nothing with the shots. 9-7 Hershey. It was a little feisty. A little feisty. You know, a little, little rough. You know, a little stuff out there. You know, Shane Gersich gets a big hit thrown on him. Big hit. Riley Sutter looks at Adam Genning and goes, Why you little? Get over here. Come on. Come on. I'm going to make my dad's name proud. Come on. Come on. Wham. Bam. Throwing. Fist. Come on. Come on. I got this. I got this. Wham. Dug it. Frag it. Got him. And they separated them. 
Riley Sutter getting a fight. A fight and an assist. Good on you, lad. Good on him. A little bit of rough stuff near the end of the period as Jordy Belvare and Aaron Ness had Wade's pushing and shoving, wrestling each other down two minutes each at the end of the period, and we start the second of four-on-four action. But before we get to that, I uh, I kind of noticed something with Giant Center. It was a good, healthy crowd. really was. A good, healthy 8,600 showed up to Giant Center. Um, hold on a second here. Yeah, 8,279. Good, healthy schmattering. Honestly, it was. Good on them. But um, after the ceremony, um, I'm not saying this, but... That's good tea. It was a little quiet at Giant Center. You know, uh, real quiet. I mean, outside all... It was quiet. You could hear nothing. You know, I'm not saying we need another booster club in our town to get fans going, but that's none of my business. Mm. That's good tea. It really is. Dare I say Lipton's tea, but that's none of my business now, is it, Bears fans? I mean, honestly, what was it? What was it? Where, where, Where's that spirit you bring on Facebook so much? Where is it? Where is it? I mean, I go to Vegas and that place is rocking on a Tuesday night. And you guys can't bring anything on a Sunday? I mean, I mean, I, I could have sat up in 217 and played on my phone by myself and caused more noise. This was rough to hear. I mean, sure, you'd get a hit and you hear, but it was quiet. Restore the roar. The loudest fans in the American Hockey League. Methinks the radio promos are a bit misleading. But that's none of my business. Now is it? Second period on we go. Four on four action. But Connor McMichael gets called for tripping. Where? What? Four on three action. Worst power play in the entire in the entire division, if not the entire league. They'll be fine. Zamula at the point. Wines fires tip score. I thought they had the worst. Pe- pe- oh, worst penalty kill. <laughs> I, did, I was wrong about that. Ertem Anisimov, his eighth goal of the season. That's his eighth goal in 13 games with the Phantoms. Just saying. Igor Zamula. You know, Igor, I could fix that hump on, the, on your back. What hump? Moving on. Power play goal for the Phantoms. 1-1. Ugh, fine. Fine. Whatever. We'll be fine. We got this. He's okay. We got this. And uh, the Phantoms, um, Henning ends up getting a holding penalty in the Bears' power play. I don't know what the heck was going on with us, but just nothing. Entries weren't working. Guys getting stood up at the blue line. Uh, connecting passes to the point, getting disrupted. These these guys' penalty kill is 70%. Is that good? No. The league median is 83%. The best is 88. That's in Texas. The league median is about 82. 82 and a half. So round up, you make it 83. 70. 70. That ain't good. And you're making these guys look good. Cross ice. 
High slide pass gets tipped. Knock out of the zone. Belvari gets it. It's a two-on-one the other way. Belvari looking. He shoots and he scores. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's a fi- It beats him five-hole clean. Oh, this is terribly awkward. Oh, this is really awkward. You know, Zach Vicali would have saved that. But that's none of my business now, is it? It's damn good tea. <laughs> Jordy Belvari, his second. Two-thirds of the way to the Gordy Howe hat trick. Gets a shorthanded goal. 2-1. Crud. It's going to be one of these type of games. And the Bears decide to get their butts in gear. Just dumps it into the zone. Zam- Sam Menace digs it out. Digs out. Skates it around. High slot. Bjorkstrom over to LaPierre. Tips it in to the net. And Urson's down. Liquid hockey. Liquid hockey. And the Bears tie the game. Hendricks LaPierre gets off the schneid. Eighth goal of the season. Bjorkstrom is seventh assist. Sam Ennis is eighth assist of the season. We are tied at two. Yes. What a great comeback. This is really going to get the crowd. They're, 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 they're gone. They're gone. I, I mean... I mean, what do I have? What more do I have to dig out a giant center to find F's to give from these people? Honestly, seriously, did any of you bring any fucks to give for this game? Yes, I'm swearing. Yes, I am. Because this is stuff like this that bothers me. When I hear how great and smart the Bears fans are, but yet you sit on your hands for a freaking rivalry game. Take a good hard look in the mirror, Bears fans, sometimes. It's nuts. Anyway, 2-2 after 2. Third period. And now's when the third period, 3-3 three and three legs kick in. Both teams reach in. Legs are out of gas. Dumping late at, as Stevenson knocks it out of the way. Goes behind the net. Jordy Balvari throws it out in front. And it's it's in! It's in! Oh my goodness. What? Did he tuck it in? What happened? No. Stevenson didn't get over. He, he didn't hug the post? He didn't slide over? Did it bounce off him? No. Balvari just tucked it in. His second... Jackson Coates with the assist. <laughs> this is how the weekend's going to end, isn't it? We're going to lose this game. We're going to freaking lose this game. Stupid goal like that. This is what happens with the Phantoms. They get stupid crap luck like this. Six minutes left in the game. Bears. Dylan Mikarath fires it up. Ethan Frank up to Mike Scarbosa. Comes in and says, I'm ending this. Fires. Scores! Mike Scarbosa. Low blocker. Beats him. Tenth of the season. Ten. For Daddy Scarbosa. That's right. We've upped him. He's now a daddy. Daddy Scarbosa says, I'm putting this puck by you, Erson, and you can't stop me. 3-3. Ethan Frank. Eighth assist. Dylan Mikarath is sixth assist of the season. All right, the place is starting to hum. We're starting to churn a little bit. Now we're into this. It's 7 o'clock. People think the game fin- finally started. Maybe the Bears did too. And after the faceoff, knocked back into the zone a little bit, Bjorkstrom feeds up to Connor McMichael. One-on-one. Rister. He scores! Connor McMichael! Yes! 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 Das Wunderkin! Connor McMichael! He's a Highlander! 
destined to defeat evil. What a filthy wrister that goes right by the head of Urson. Oh my gosh, Connor McMichael, you beautiful bastard, you. Fifth goal of the season. Enrique's eighth assist. 30 seconds later. Jared didn't even get the goal announcement out yet. 4-3. Wow. Oh, cool. All right, let's hold this. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And the Bears, they're trying to get that last ounce of energy going. A little under five minutes to play. The Bears pressing it in the zone. Ethan Frank down low. Scarbosa, lower circle. Shoots up in the air in front of Urson. Comes down on Vecchione. Slaps it into the net. Vecchione got his old team. And he leaps into Daddy's arms. Papa, I scored. I... Father, did I do good, Father? Yes, son, you did. Oh, goody, I earned Father's approval. Down the line he goes, burns his team again. God, I love Vecchione. Oh, God, I love that signing. Unreal. And uh, current front runner for first first half MVP. Just saying. Vecchione is 11th goal. Mike Scarbosa, 11th assist. Ethan Frank, 9th assist of the season. 5-3. Hershey, and God bless Phantom's Twitter, who even wrote, Okay, Hershey, you can stop. Or, okay, Hershey Bears, calm down. Three straight goals. And I wanted to type, nope, can't stop, won't stop. But my one friend just grabbed my phone and went, no, no, don't, don't. Because we know, we know who runs that account. Hello, Matt Trust, love you. Uh, But, uh, okay, 5-3. But you know what? No, this team will blow it. The Phantoms are due for a Cowell-Riley goal. That'll get them back into it. But it never came. Tick, 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 tick. The clock rinds down. Rinds down. They pull Urson with three minutes to go. Wow. Okay. I mean, their power play is one for two, technically, on the day. But the Bears hold them. Hold them. And Stevenson gathers a puck, looks down the ice. No. No, that's a bad goalie. No, the, no. But just gets it out, out of the zone. And Riley Sutter gets hooked down on the play. That's a penalty. And that'll be a power play to effectively run out the game. Tyson Forster, my bad for slashing. And uh, the clock just ran out. Phantoms did not even pull Urson. They're like, F it. I mean, they tried a little bit. But um, nope, it was over. You knew it was. Three, two, one, win. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Phantoms. Bears win. 5-3 the final. Shots 29-28, Hershey, with a big push there at the end. Three stars, Jordy Belvare gets the third with his two goals. Fine. Connor McMichael with the game winner Scarbosa with a goal and assist gets the number one star on the night. Good job, good win out of the lads. But uh, was it? First two periods were very sloppy. It was. This was a sloppy game that you beat a a team that's okay, not a good team, not a good team, but you beat a team that's that's uh five forty. That's that's 540. You beat a team that's starting to get its legs. So, okay. Okay. But, hey, you won the weekend as I constantly preach. You didn't win Friday, but you got Saturday and Sunday. 
Sometimes that's just good enough. Sometimes that is. That keeps the Bears in first place in the Atlantic and first place in the league overall. But then again, folks, it's not even the new year yet. Let's stop getting ahead of the best team in the entire league thing. 19-6-2-1 is your Hershey Bears with a... uh, 732 percentage and a good, really good five on five team. Power play, yeah. Penalty kill, mm, decent. Providence sits in second at 16, 4, 4, and 2 with 38 points. We have two games against them in the week in between Christmas and New Year's, two big games. Bridgeport sits in third with 33 points, 14, 8, 5, and 0. Uh, at this point, they're just hanging around. They're waiting for somebody to screw up. Um, Bridgeport's not terrible. I think they're just kind of hanging around. Uh, Wilkes-Barre, 13-6-2-2 with 30 points. Also just hanging around in that fourth spot spot as well. Pretty decent team, even though Dustin Tokarski is carrying this team, kicking and screaming to wins, as Calder Farmstand has said. Phantoms. 12, 10, 2, and 1 climb themselves out of the basement and uh, in pretty decent standings. Should be fun to see them and Wilkesbury kind of beat the tar out of each other over the uh, the uh, the spring because we've already played 8 of 12 out of Wilkesbury. So we're going to see less of them. Charlotte has been starting to slip a little bit at 12, 11, 2, and 1. Methinks the home cooking starting to run dry. For the Charlotte Checkers with 27 points. Springfield Thunderboids. 10, 12, 1, 4, 25 points. They're going to need to right the ship. And uh, Hartford. 9, 11, 1, and 4 for 23 points. Technically not out of it. But technically not really all that in it as well. The Midwest opponent. Getting wins over the Midwest has helped them. Over in the north. It's Toronto in the lead with 34. Rochester with 30. Syracuse with 28. Cleveland with 27, Utica and Belleville with 24, Hi Troy, and Laval with 24 points. So Bears still lead the East, still lead everything, but lots of hockey to be played. And that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. A bit of a longer show, but lots to recap. A very busy weekend. The Bears will have... One game this week against the Lehigh Valley Phantoms at the Electrodrome on Wednesday. And they'll get four days off and be back at it on the 27th up in Wilkes-Barre. There's probably not going to be a Friday face-off. So you're probably not going to hear a recap of that game. Probably um, not sure um, if I'm going to do a recap that Monday just because of the holiday season. But the, the following Friday, we will put a show out. We will, just because we got midweek hockey to do. I'm working third shift. I'm working overnights. So it'll be interesting to see how this fits in. But there will be an episode and perhaps some Winter Classic content for that week. And the World Juniors start up next week. And uh, great time of year if you are a hockey fan. So thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. And uh, that'll about do it before the holidays for me, everyone. Go out there and enjoy the holidays. Never forget where we were two years ago during the dark times. And just enjoy your holidays, everyone. Put hockey aside for a couple of days and just spend days with your loved ones or just maybe yourself. But 
Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, above all. And I'll see you after the break. Go Bears. Merry Christmas. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.